0: Work, all work. All work, uh, all work. All work, hard work. Hard work. There you go. Work, work, work. Everybody doing it right. All work, work, hard work. That's what I say. all work. Hey! What's going on, y'all? You're tuned in to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge! And today's podcast is going to be kind of brief because I have a in, two events that I have to get to. One is the Jamal Charlo versus Brandon Adams boxing match. It's going to take place on tomorrow night. They have a VIP event that's um, tonight. But on tomorrow night down in the NRG arena, there will be championship boxing going on between uh, Charlo and Adams. And, you know, if you get a chance watch that on Showtime, I think that the fight starts at nine. So make sure that you, the undercard starts at nine. So make sure you watch that because Jamal Charlo is a hometown Houston guy. I also have to get to Minute Maid Park to see if I can't root the Astros on to get out of this funk that they've been in. And now they're welcoming in the Seattle Mariners after losing the last two games really, really bad in interleague play against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, I got two events that I got to get down to, but I want to make sure that I gave you all a little something, something that's going to hold you over until this weekend. Don't forget, follow me, Big Star Sports with a Z on Twitter. On today's show, not everyone wants to go home. The Washington Wizards are hiring, and Jim Bayheim, come get this work. Let's go ahead and get started, y'all. All right. Uh, One of the reasons why I came home in January of 2015 after I got medically retired out of the military. After I got medically retired out of the military in January of 2015, my actual retirement date was February, though. But we got to Houston in January. So. We came here because my late wife, Jamila Bearfield, was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer while I was in the army. So in the midst of them medically retiring me out of the army, my wife was taking chemotherapy. And so now we had a decision to make. We had to decide where, where we wanted to live. I said, you know what, let's go ahead and go back to Houston because MD Anderson Cancer Center is one of the best in the world. So I want you to have the best medical care there is out there. So I brought her back to Houston. Now, before we came back, I had some reservations. We sat down and we talked and she said, okay, say that one more time. I told her, I did not want to move back to Houston. And she says, wait a minute, hold on. I thought you was always United States of Texas. H-Town, hold it down. I said, "I, I, I am. I am. I love my city. I do. I love my city. But I also have a lot of skeletons buried in that city. I also have a lot of bones buried in that city. And I love my wife and my family more than I love the city of Houston. I mean, isn't there a, a, a country song out there that says, all my exes live in Texas, and that's why I lay my head in Tennessee. Yeah, because I did not want to come back here. There was entirely too many skeletons. I had entirely too many things that w- would remind me of who I used to be. And I wasn't that person now. So I didn't want any of that. I didn't want to be inside of Target or Walmart and me and my wife turn a corner and I see an old acquaintance and she looking at me and I'm looking at her and my wife looking at both of us and I'm saying to myself, "Uh, I don't even remember how I broke up with you or if you broke up with me. I don't even know how we ended this thing. I know it ended because I'm standing here with my wife. Those are the type of things I did not want to rehash. Those are the type of things I did not want to have to relive. Question, Rockets fans. Y'all ever thought about that's maybe the reason Jimmy Butler may not want to come back to Houston? Jimmy Butler is from my neck of the woods. And when I say my neck of the woods, I'm talking about the Magnolia, Woodlands, Tomball, Spring, Conroe area. I can't tell you uh, Big Sarge's actual location because everybody doesn't like Big Sarge. Jimmy Butler is from my neck of the woods and you could be anywhere in in this area and hear a Jimmy Butler story. They love Jimmy Butler out here. They love him. But they also will tell you about a time when Jimmy Butler didn't have when Jimmy Butler wasn't the Jimmy Butler he is now. When he wasn't the superstar multimillionaire NBA player. When Jimmy Butler got kicked out of the house. At 13 years old and taken in by an Anglo-American family that helped him get through high school, took him through Marquette and got him into the helped him guide him to the NBA. See, so them, Jimmy Butler has had it rough growing up. Him and his mom has reconciled. They have they have reconciled. Jimmy Butler has a house out here. He does. But what makes you think that Jimmy Butler wants to come back to Houston and relive all of that? How do you know that that isn't the one thing that he was trying to get away from? That adversity helped push him, drive him, give him ambition and motivation to get away from what he had went through and to be successful like he is now. Why do you think that he wants to come back to that? He may not want to come back to that. Y'all know, listen, I got a company called Screaming on the Inside. The one thing that we do as men is suppress our mental health issues. How do we know that Jimmy Butler may not be going through something psychologically and, and coming back to Houston may bring up all those things? It's one thing to visit home. It's another to live and work in that place. That's all I'm trying to tell you. All I'm trying to tell you is. Rockets fans, if Jimmy Butler doesn't decide to come back here, it may not be because he doesn't like the Rockets. It may not be because he doesn't think he does, he, he won't mesh well with James Harden and Chris Paul. It won't be because maybe he didn't like Dan Tony's system. Maybe him and Daryl Moore didn't have the best of conversations. It won't be because of it may not be because of that. It may be simply because. He just does not want to relive what happened to him growing up. Everybody doesn't want to come back home. Quick story. Y'all know that, you know, it's been reported that the only reason that LeBron James went back to Ohio was because of his wife. Right. Y'all know that his wife was homesick, not LeBron. LeBron flew her family down in and out. LeBron moved some of her family down there. LeBron didn't want to. He wasn't particularly fond or happy to go back. But if you've ever been married, you know, the one rule is happy. The the first rule, excuse me, is happy wife, happy life. Second rule is whatever she apply, whatever rule she adds to that to them. That's it. But the first rule is happy wife, happy life. LeBron didn't want to go back and have to relive his childhood. Read the stories about LeBron James growing up in Akron, Ohio. Look at the times. Look at the time. Look at the surroundings. Look at the environment that LeBron James grew up in Akron, Ohio. LeBron wasn't too fond of going back home. And that may be the same way Jimmy Butler is thinking. All right, y'all, when we come back. Uh, Houston fans, I know y'all think I'm picking on y'all, but I'm really not. I'm just trying to get you all to think. Let me say this. The Washington Wizards are hiring. We'll be back. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Big Sarge here, host of the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. And down here in the state of Texas, we are known for our great tasting barbecue. If you're looking for the best quality meats and full catered dinners at a very inexpensive price, make sure you contact Victor Smokebox Barbecue and Catering. Family owned and operated by Kevin and Ashley Victor, they are ready to handle all your catering needs. Just call 832-414-2409. Once again, that's 832-414-2409 or follow them on Facebook at The Smokebox BBQ. Victor Smokebox Barbecue lives by the motto: We cook it low, you eat it slow. I'm out. Hey, I, 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 I don't know what they're doing outside. But they got a DJ, which means they got a DJ. They got food. Now I know I said I was going to the other event to eat, but I'm gonna stop by here, and give me some. Cause anytime it's free food, Big Sarge is there. So I'm, a, I, I, whatever they playing out there, they jamming. So, so y'all forgive me. I might be dancing a little bit during this podcast. Welcome back. You tuned into the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Don't forget, follow me on Twitter. Follow, follow, follow. Big Sarge Sports with the Z. Don't forget, share this podcast. Subscribe. Let the world know how much you love Big Sarge and how much Big Sarge loves your back. Okay, so listen, we live in a day and age where technology is out of the roof right now. I mean, we're getting to a point where they're going to have cars that can fly like on the Jetsons. They got cars right now that can drive themselves. We got all kind of technology when it comes to the phones, when it comes to the tablets, when it comes to the laptops, when it comes to smart TV. I mean, this technology is out of this world. Another thing technology is good for is if you're looking for a job because you could be sitting at a job looking for a job. Yeah, let me repeat that again. You could be sitting at a job on the computer looking for another job. Because they got all these search engines like uh, Indeed, Glassdoor, the LinkedIn. Like they have all these search. Whoa, hold on, side note. Why nobody told me that LinkedIn was the dating site for professionals? Y'all know how many stories I have heard about people hooking up off LinkedIn and they say, hey, look, ain't no use of going to eHarmony. Ain't no use of going to Plenty of Fish. It's no use of going to Bumble. I ain't got to get to know them. I already just look at their resume and see what they doing right now and where they been. I look, I'm look, i looking at their life. So I'm looking at what she does for a living and what she has been doing. I'm looking at what he does for a living and what he has been doing. They say it's the best site ever. I said, off of LinkedIn, y'all getting hooked up off resumes? I digress. I say that because you could be sitting at a job looking for a job, and back in the day, you had to go make human contact. Like, you had to leave your job to go, you know, do the interview, or your friend will hook you up, but there could be some way that they could get back to your boss, and they'd be like, why are you taking off all of them off days? So now, technology is designed for you to be able to get a job. While you look, I mean, to, to have a job and be looking for a job. Rockets fans, y'all better be careful. Y'all better be careful and hope that Daryl Morey isn't looking for a job while he has a job. The Washington Wizards has a GM position that's wide open right now. They're talking about not only will they give you the position, the power, the money, the stock options, we're gonna make you a we can we're gonna give you team ownership as well. Oh, stop. Half right face. Front lean rest position, move. That's the command that's given when they want when the in the military when they want you to do push-ups. all y'all owe me push-ups now, because y'all letting me say ownership. And Draymond Green said we can't say that no more. We supposed to say governor, chairman. CEO of whatever said team, right? So all y'all who's listening to this, I want my 25 push push-ups and prove it to me by doing a video and putting it on Twitter. I need to see it. Big Sarge Sports with a Z. The Washington Wizards has a job that's open right now. One that they offered to Masai Ujiri from the Raptors and he said, no, I don't want it. Now, I'm going to stay here with the Raptors. Now, let's just wait a couple of weeks because we've known that Masai Ujiri has been known to tell a fib or two, right? We know that he will just tell a small white lie. Ask DeMar DeRozan. So you may look up in July 15th. uh, The Raptors, the Wizards are announcing that Masai Ujiri is their new GM. Rocket fans, let me tell you this once more. The Wizards are looking for a GM. You know what that means? That means that when it comes to you all getting all upset and in your feelings, if uh, Daryl Morey doesn't get Jimmy Butler here, if he doesn't bring some big name free agent here, if you all don't get what you want, don't start that fire down Morris stuff. Because there's an open job somewhere. Don't start that. Daryl Morey has had success here as the GM uh, for the Rockets. He has had playoff success. He knows how to get the players in here to get the job done. Now, it hasn't yielded any championships. I'm, hey, listen, it may in the future if you can keep him here. And you know what they say, better late than never, right? But Daryl Morey is a really good GM. So don't start talking that, man, we should go ahead and just get rid of Daryl Morey. All right, go ahead. Let him get wind of it. And then see, don't he go to his LinkedIn page, click on his DMs, and go ahead and respond to the Washington Wizards. Cause I'm pretty sure they didn't slid up in his DMs. He just keeping it quiet. And I'm still baffled on how people date from LinkedIn. I'm confused. Look, when we come back, hey Jim Beheim, move a little closer. You got a little bit of that on your chin. We'll be back. Looking for a one-stop shop for all your audio and video needs? Then look no further than Always Press Record Productions. With over 100 hours of original content produced, Always Press Record Productions has an experienced staff on hand ready to assist you with all your YouTube, podcast, and music video needs. Check them out at alwayspressrecord.com. Once again, that's alwayspressrecord.com. And remember, they press record and you become the star. Hey, what it do? Welcome back. you tuned in to the Sports Talk with Big Sarge podcast. I'm your host, Big Sarge. Don't forget, hey, go ahead and go to Twitter right now. Pause me. Go to Twitter. Search Big Sarge Sports with a Z at the end. Click on that follow button. Let's do this thing together, y'all. Let's be, let's do this together. Let's walk hand in hand and do this thing together. Yeah. Hey, how many of y'all have heard of Darius Baisley? You ever heard of him? Let me tell you who Darius Baisley is. Darius Baisley is the first round pick. He went 23rd in the first round of the 2019 NBA draft to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Darius Baisley plays. For the Oklahoma City Thunder. You probably can catch him. In the Summer League. That's about to uh, take place here. Coming up soon. But Darius Baisley's name. May sound. Somewhat familiar to you. If I say. you remember. What him and Jim Bayheim Had going on. Okay. Check this out. So Darius Baisley. Was the, one of the top rated players. One of the top recruits. In Ohio, his junior year, he verbally committed to Ohio State. At the end of his junior year, he decommitted because he wanted to go to a bigger school and he signed a letter of intent to go to Syracuse University. So his senior year, he was committed, signed letter of intent, everything to go to Syracuse. Well, at the end of his senior year. He decommitted from Syracuse and said that he's going to go and play in the NBA uh, Developmental League, which is the G League. He says, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to go straight to the G League and play there. That probably would have been okay If we didn't have the 72 year old get off my lawn guy. Like, that probably would have been okay if Jim Boeheim, head coach of the men's basketball team at Syracuse University, if he wasn't involved. Once Darius um, once Darius Basley left high school, he signed with Clutch Sports. That's the agency that's owned by Rich Paul and LeBron James. Side note, Rich Paul, hey, bro. All I can do is tip my hat to you, man. You are by far one of the best brothers I have been following. I've seen you in passing. I don't know you personally, but I got to tip my hat to you, bro. You and LeBron James have your finger on the pulse of the NBA right now. To go from selling jerseys out of the back of your car to being one of the top agents in the NBA to running one of the best sports management groups in the country. Like, I tip my hat to you, bro. And what I can't understand is, hey, why y'all didn't get Zion, man? Y'all seen all this mess Zion going through with his old agent? Like, he had to go to court to get out of that deal because that was done illegally, and now he signed with another group. I just felt like he should have signed with LeBron James and Clutch Sports, Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. I think they would have had his best interest, especially now since they semi have control over everything that goes through the nba lebron james is finally at a point in 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 his nba career where he's like michael jordan what he says pretty much goes i'm just saying so after uh Darius signed that contract with clutch sports that pretty much made him null and void to be able to play in the NBA. i mean in uh, ncaa At that point, he could no longer play NCAA ball. And this is where it gets interesting. Let me read you some quotes. Uh, Let me read you uh, uh, one quote from Jim Beheim after he decommitted. He says, and I quote, you see any freshman that comes in uh, like we had Malachi Richardson and Tyler Ennis. When they have a good freshman year and their college team wins, that's a big advantage when you get an opportunity to move into the NBA. Now, speaking of Bazley, they'll have to they'll have nothing to look at except McDonald's games and the limited games he's played. I think he's got a tremendous upside. Wait for it. Hold on. Put your ear close to whatever uh, apparatus you're listening to me on. Here we go. Listen, 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 listen. He says, I think he has he's got tremendous upside. But I think it will cost him. I think he could could have moved into the first round with a good college year. I don't know if he can be a first round pick now. They've got nothing to go by. One more time. I think he could have moved into the first round with a good college year. I don't know if he can be a first round pick now. They've got nothing to go by. I, I'm sorry, Jim beheim Am I the only one that remembers? And with the 23rd pick. In this year's NBA draft, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Darius Baisley out of I don't remember what high school he went to. It's out there. It's out there. Won't you go? Won't you go and and go put it on YouTube and fast forward to the 23rd pick? You can hear Darius Baisley's name called in the first round. But you're so bitter, Mr. Get off my lawn! You're so bitter. I got down to the root why I think you are bitter, though. You've been coaching at Syracuse University since 1969. Became the head coach in 1976. You make $2.7 million a year. $2.7 million. Rich Paul got Darius Basie an internship... For three months, they paid $1 million. He got paid a $1 million for the amount of time it takes dudes to beg women to go out with them or to sleep with them. He got paid $1 million for the amount of time dudes and females stopped smoking weed so they could pass their drug test during their probationary period. He got paid $1 million. For the amount of time it takes For John John Not to show that he liked to fight On his job during the probationary period You mad bro LeBron even asked you are you big mad Because they were able To get his client A one million dollar internship With New Balance And you're out here Well I make I only make two point seven million dollars a year Hmm Hey Blame it on your agent, bro. Darius basically got a good one. That's how he got a million dollars in three months. It gets better. And I quote, I don't think we should ever compensate players. They can keep their meal money. Everybody says the coach makes this and the players make zero. The player is 17 years old. I've been working my whole life. There's a lot of 17-year-old kids that don't make money. Yeah, you know why they don't make money? Because they're playing college sports. Because they're the equivalent to what you all say is a student athlete. We are a non-profit organization that makes billions of dollars every year off of the backs of 17-year-old Athletes. That's why you can say that, Mr. Beheim. That's why you can say there's a lot of seventeen-year-old kids that don't make money because they play for you. They play at Syracuse. They play at Duke. They play at UCLA. They play at North Carolina. They play at Georgia. They play at Texas. They play at the University of Houston. That's where the seventeen-year-olds aren't making money. You're mad, bro, because Darius Basley took control of his own life and didn't come play that one year at Syracuse. So you could say, go to the administration and say, look what I brought in. Oh, we got a five star recruit right here. We're going to bring in more money. I need more money. We're going to get more TV money. I need more money. Ticket sales, jersey sales, apparel." parking. Everything gets to go up because we're bringing in a star athlete. My television appearances uh, fees have just went up. My radio fees have just went up because I brought in this talent. But when he doesn't come, you got to say, now what are you bringing to the table? So that's what you're mad about, that this young man took control of his own life. And you mad that you couldn't pull a Coach K and a Zion Williamson situation. Oh, we can definitely have that talk and we can debate that. We can debate how Zion Williamson increased the revenue at Duke University for the one year that he was there. He didn't get one red nickel. They're giving out college degrees, No, oh, big search. It's a free education. That man went to class one semester. So he could be eligible for the second semester to play ball, but he had to go to class anymore. So miss me with this free education stuff. Miss me with it. And Jim Beheim. guess what? Y'all still trash. I said it. I ain't going nowhere. I'm right here. Hey, look, thank you all for tuning in to the sports talk with Big Sarge podcast. Make sure you follow me at Big Star Sports with a Z on Twitter. Make sure, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, whatever platform you listen to it on. Subscribe and share. Share. I got to get out of here, but y'all know how we do this, right? All my Vietnam veterans, welcome home. Germany, good night. All my active duty military personnel that's downrange, good night. It is now time for Big Sarge's Article 15. And as much as it pains me to do this, as much as it feels like I'm getting kicked in the stomach, downtown Houston. Oh, my God, that hurt just to say that. Come get this work. According to KPRCRadio.iheart.com, Downtown Houston is the sugar daddy capital of Texas. Downtown Houston is the sugar daddy capital of Texas. Reflex Media reports everything is bigger in Texas. Barbecue, state pride, football, even the hair. Houston, the ever so popu- popular populous city, is no stranger to the supersized mentality as it's grown to be an epicenter for research and medicine. And most recently, the hub for sweet southern charm. Seeking Arrangement, the world's largest sugar daddy dating site released today. The neighborhoods with the largest concentration concentrations of sugar daddies. Downtown Houston takes the top spot. In the region with 182 sugar daddies Boulevard Oaks follows with 144 While Spring is not far behind with 138 Houston, we have a sweet tooth All I'm going to say is this young ladies Mr. Ernest ain't going to be paying bills for long Without wanting a little sugar in return Mr. Ernest ain't going to keep paying your daycare. Mr. Ernest ain't going to keep paying your cell phone bill. Mr. Ernest ain't going to keep coming through to get your brother out of jail. Mr. Ernest ain't going to keep coming through when your mama need groceries. Mr. Ernest ain't going to come through when your baby needs school clothes. He ain't going to keep coming through without you giving him a little sugar. So if there's 182 sugar daddies in downtown Houston... That means there's about three hundred and seventy women, because I'm pretty sure every for there's two women to every one sugar daddy. So we're looking at what that's four, uh, yeah, three hundred and sixty four women in the downtown Houston area dating sugar daddies. All I'm gonna say is this: one day, Mr. Ernest gonna show up with his good cologne on. Been gay. One day Mr. Ernest is gonna show up with his joints all greased up. And Mr. Ernest is gonna say, It's time to give me some of that sugar. What are you gonna do then? What are you gonna do when Mr. Ernest shows up and say it's time to, you know, do your girlfriendly duties, right? I mean, I'm paying all your bills. I'm giving you money. I cash, I just cashed after you $150 yesterday. Ladies, it's all, look, it's all funny games until Mr. Ernest want to get naked. Then what you going to do? I'm just saying. Just be careful. All I'm out. Hard work. Hard work. Hard work, work. work. There you go. Hard work. work. Everybody doing it right. All work. Oh, work, work, work. And don't forget from Mr. He's Ernest already decommitted from Ohio State to Don't forget I don't know what happened right there Technical difficulties But don't forget Mr. Ernest has a prescription For them little blue things I'm out